We haven't broed in a while. It's been a minute since we last broed, but it's time. I want to just set the tone. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to lead with a strong one. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we last had a BDYST, so it has. This is this is this is like the inaugural link in a way. This is you smashing a bottle of champagne on the SS BDYST for its relaunch, for its 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 beginning of its new voyage. I mean, we could say it's like the second season. It's the second season. Yeah, of BDYST. This is season two. Season two. So, <laughs> you know, what do we? What do we like about our show? We we talk about weird subjects, weird videos, weird we sure topics, do. things on the internet. Yeah. Um we've talked about, you know, weird baby statues. We've talked about, you know, weird music videos. We've talked about bad animation. So for this inaugural uh, uh link mm-hmm. and a kickoff of season 2 of Bro Did You See This? Bro, did you see this? Is baby Johnny Johnny, yes, Papa, dance, sing and dance, doo-doo song, 3D animation song for children. So I certainly have not seen this. Should I play this with video? Yeah, dude, do it. <laughs> Johnny, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, Johnny, do-do-do-do-do-do, Johnny, do-do-do-do-do-do, yes, Papa. Oh, this is a banger. Eating There's multiple things that I want to address. Okay, so off the bat, I just want to say that in the music industry, it's been known that sometimes they'll record a chorus once and then just loop it every time they play it again. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that these people re-recorded their audio because the especially the Papa's lyrics, he straight up... He like messes up on the beat a little bit. <laughs> and I just appreciate the authenticity, you know? It's very genuine. Yeah, so so the video is is worth going and taking a look at because it's psychedelic in nature. You got some kind of Dreamworks looking characters with those weird angry eyebrows, you know, how every Dreamworks character has like an angry face. And the little baby, yep. and the little baby sneaks out of bed, opens a cabinet that's at baby level. And underneath the cabinet is just a big jar that literally just says sugar on it. And <laughs> I I wouldn't keep a jar that's just labeled sugar underneath my cabinets. It's kind of like where I might keep uh, dish detergent, um, which also I guess baby shouldn't have access to, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and then at the end of it, the baby moves from a big jar of sugar to a big, big bowl of lollipops that's hanging out in the fridge. And I mean, yeah, that is a that is a weird concept. It's so weird. Yeah, the stuff that the stuff that pops up on the internet. So I got a good good link for you that was just made for this show. You ready for it? Let's hear, it, bro. Lay it on me. Here's the tweet 
that I got this from. This is the text. First they came for our cubicles. Then they gutted golf. But now they've gone too far. How millennials murdered mayonnaise. <laughs> no way. Oh my gosh. We got a big long article about this. I need you to check it out. Okay. How Millennials Killed Mayonnaise. The inexorable rise of identity condiments has led to hard times for the most American of foodstuffs, and that's a shame. Can I read this to you? I think it's very good. Yes, please. Please, please read. This is what Sandy says. I write this in the dead of summer, always a bittersweet season. Why is it that we got summers off from school for all those years but didn't get summers off from work? Good good question, Sandy. Yeah. But doubly depressing these days when I find myself suffering from picnic panic, the hot languid... This is a great article. I just wanted you to understand. I love this article. <laughs> the hot languid weather brings with it a series of outdoor family events for which, as a tribal elder, I'm charged with providing provisions. Lately, though, I've had my feet cut out from under me. For years, nay decades, my contribution to the Hingston clan's Memorial Day and 4th of July and Labor Day gatherings were no-brainers. I made what my mother once made. She was such a good cook that when she died prematurely, my husband and I typed up and photocopied, quaint I know, a booklet of her recipes, tried-and-true favorites on which she built her formidable culinary reputation. When the holidays rolled around, I simply recreated one of her delicious dishes and toted it along. Along about a decade ago, though, I began to notice I was toting home as much of my offerings as I'd concocted. My contributions were being overlooked or shunned. Why would this be? Mom's extraordinary potato salad, fragrant with dill, spiced by celery seed, went untouched on the picnic table. So did her macaroni salad and her chicken salad and her deviled eggs. Side note, editorial note, I love deviled eggs, Ben. Dude, deviled eggs are the jam. (sighs) Continuing. When I carted home a good three pounds of painstakingly prepared Waldorf salad, all that peeling and coring and slicing, I was forced to face facts. The family's tastes had changed, or rather, our family had changed. Oldsters were dying off and the youngins taking our places and the paper plate line were different somehow. Oldsters. <laughs> I racked my brain for the source of this generational disconnect and then one holiday weekend while surveying the condiments set out at a family burger bash, I found it. On offer were four different kinds of mustard, three ketchups, one made from, I kid you not, bananas, seven sorts of salsa, kimchi, wasabi, relishes of every ilk and hue what was missing though was the common foundation of all of mom's picnic foods mayonnaise while i wasn't watching mayo's day had come and gone it's too basic for contemporary tastes pale and insipid (laughs) and not nearly exotic enough for our era of globalization good old mayo has become the taylor swift of condiments This this article, if anyone would like, really to listen, well written. If if our listeners would like to to learn more, please continue reading it. This is a delightful article that goes on for much much longer, and we will we will not continue reading it because that was the best part, in my opinion. So, okay, Ben, what do you think? Should Mayo live or should Mayo die by the sword of millennials? So, being a millennial, uh huh, unfortunately. Uh-oh. I have to say uh-huh. that I like mayo. Yeah, me, me too. I love mayonnaise. 
and I have no problem with it. And I was not under any impression. I didn't know that we were canceling Mayo and not liking it. <laughs> So you know what? I didn't. I, didn't I feel know a little bit caught. You know. Uh, okay, but so here's no, a question. I, here's a question for you. Do you like potato salad? Meh. Yeah. Do you like Waldorf salad, which is like potato I salad plus I don't apples? Know what, no, that doesn't sound good. Do you like macaroni salad? Yes. Chicken salad? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't like any. I like of those chicken things. salad. I like tuna salad. I like tuna salad for some reason. Yeah, no, I like those, but potato okay. salad is meh. See, wh- what I think is that we haven't canceled mayonnaise. We've just canceled foods where mayonnaise is 70% of the of the meal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, casseroles. Yeah, I'm a homie that'll that'll go a little overboard. If I get a sub that, you know, got some white bread, got some deli meats, I'm going to I'm going to put too much mayonnaise for some people. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't mind that. <laughs> But but the, it's still you know we're never going over five to ten percent of the actual meal being the condiment you know it's still true, low on the totem pole but uh, a potato salad I mean it's basically mayonnaise plus a few ingredients and I think that I think our generation has said no thank you to that kind of uh, that kind of ratio yeah no you're right see. So this is the problem, right? Burger with some mayonnaise, great. Ooh, yeah, yeah. But a thing that is mayonnaise and then something not as good. And I think that I think that just is maybe uh, you know, this is I'm I'm down with with millennials taking this this decision because I feel like I'm for it. Also, like the picture on this article is a big old um jar of Hellman's real mayonnaise. And I got to be honest with you, I'm an artisanal mayonnaise kind of guy. I'm not going to have some crappy mayonnaise. I use a very specific kind of mayonnaise that I'm happy with. And I'm not I'm not okay with uh Miracle Whip. I'm not okay with Oh, ugh. Miracle Whip is the devil. Yeah. Miracle Whip is the worst. Ugh. I don't think mayonnaise is canceled, but I think mayonnaise is uh is it's, it's <laughs> under reconsideration. <laughs> it's under reconsideration and it has to be elevated to make the cut. It's, I'm not going to go for the Miracle Whip potato salad. That's true. Miracle Whip is the devil. If you like Miracle Whip, we can't be friends. It's terrible. Just got to say that. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. But it's so it's funny that you per, you brought up this Mayo article. Okay. Because I have a Mayo article. Yes. All right. Send it my way. So we can, just, we can just continue this dialogue. Yeah. So while millennials are killing Mayo... Food scientists are trying to resurrect it by creating mayo ice cream. Oh, no. Oh, and this is Hellman's <laughs> again. We got another bottle of Hellman's, but now it's in front of uh, layers and layers of beautiful mayonnaise ice cream. <laughs> ice artisan ice cream in Falkirk, Scotland, is selling ice cream flavor made with mayonnaise. Hmm. <laughs> Others who have tried it say it's creamy and rich. <laughs> Oh, man. In this day and age, nothing is off the table for ice cream flavors. Gone are simpler days of chocolate and vanilla. Because it's 2018 and innovators are experimenting with flavors based on pizza and New Jersey's beloved Taylor Ham pork roll. Which, that's interesting. Both are which are apparently pretty good. Alas, one creamery in the UK may have taken things too far with its latest Frankenfection. I like that word. Yeah. Mayonnaise ice cream. 
So, yeah. So the shop posted a photo of the unusual flavor to their Instagram caption, who knows a mayo addict. And some people are losing their sanity. Just no. And I love mayo, some lady wrote. <laughs> what gets me is the sprinkle of mayo on top, like icing. How could you? <laughs> Someone commented. <laughs> another person commented, triggered. And another person, I'm going to report this page for hate content. How dare you desecrate the honor of ice cream with this monstrosity? Ew, no. Recoils in horror. So people are not about this. Drew, would you try this mayo ice cream? I don't think so, man. I don't think that's what I no? want. No. Well, if it I mean, was purchased for you. Yeah, yeah. I'd try it. I'd try it. But I wouldn't seek it out. That's for sure. No, yeah. Of course not. You're not crazy. What I like about this is that this ice creamery called Ice is not popular. Like, I mean, it's fine. But it's it's got a thousand followers on Instagram. And if you look through their Instagram, they have like... Uh, I mean, I just clicked on one that had zero comments. Yeah, most of these, the these posts have like you know, fifty, eighty, seventy likes, no comments, no comments, no comments, no comments. But their mayo ice cream has four hundred comments. <laughs> you, you know about you know about the ratio, right? Have you heard about the ratio online? Oh, 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 the likes to yeah, 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 that ratio. Yeah, if you if you have more comments. Then you have likes, you've broken the ratio, and that's a real bad thing. And we have 336 likes and 400 comments. So this, this post guy ratioed out the water and the, the internet is not, is not here for it. But I mean, you know what? Props for trying something, right? Props for trying a, <laughs> a, a tart and tangy mayonnaise. I don't know if I would want that, but there must be somebody out there in the world. <laughs> Does this make you, appreciate mayo more <laughs> or does this does this hurt mayo's argument of possibly being canceled here's the deal have you ever had like kewpie mayonnaise kewpie yeah k-e-w-p-i-e i have not there are some mayonnaises out there that are good and i wouldn't like go out and eat a bowl full but i could take a spoonful and eat it because it's like wow that's some really good flavor Hellman's mayonnaise? I don't know if I'm going to say that that's, you know, I want a big spoon of Hellman's mayonnaise. This is, this is again, my thing is I got to keep my mayonnaise up to, up to level. Like it's got to be of a certain standard and Hellman's doesn't make the cut. Also, I'm watching a video right now of it being made and I don't really know what I expected, but they literally just shoveled a bunch of mayonnaise into a bowl of cream. And churned it, <laughs> and yep. I think seeing how it was made didn't uh, didn't do me any favors here. <laughs> Which you know, it's like I know that's what happened. I I don't I don't know what I thought it was going to be like, but no. You know what? I just had an epiphany. Okay, it it might taste good. It might taste. You good. You know why? Because it's cream. Well, it's that. But think about like buttercream ice cream. It's butter and cream. Mayo is not too far away from ma- from butter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It might taste good, dude. It might taste fine. It might. I kind of want to try it now. But what if it doesn't taste fine? That's the problem. I mean, it's not like it needs to cure, you know, <laughs> cancer. I guess you're right. It's fine if it sucks, but it possibly, I'm kind of optimistic. I'm kind of, yeah, it could be good. Okay. Can I send you a link? Okay, so this last article like called itself like, you know, mayonnaise ice cream exists and the internet can't handle it or whatever. 
But I'm gonna now now we'll go to the opposite, which is exactly what the internet can handle at all times, which is <laughs> online voting in Doncaster, which is in the United Kingdom somewhere. I don't know where it is. I'm sorry, Doncaster. <laughs> There's a Twitter account, a local government account, and they decided to let the public vote on a road salting vehicle, which, you know, helps plow the earth and all that kind of stuff. And they actually let them decide on what that was going to be named. Mistake number one. Yes, exactly. So go ahead and look at the link now and check out this this good, good vehicle name. Okay, I'm looking at the vehicle first. New council gritter named... (laughs) Gritsy, bitsy, teeny, weeny, yellow, anti-slip machine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even mad at that. That's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, me either. You know, the internet could have gone dark, but it went, it went good. You know, it went, it went for the good Gritsy, of mankind. Gritsy, bitsy, teeny, weeny, yellow, anti-slip machine. <laughs> Man. I like that better than Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, this is, this is a good one. And it seems like, you know, it seems like they knew it was going to be a mistake and they did it anyways, which is that's how you got to do it. If 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 you're going to give the Internet the ability to name something, you better be prepared for itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow anti-slip machine. And you better be happy about it when you get it. And it seems like they are. <laughs> so that's good. I'm glad about oh, that. Oh, man. Yeah. Like immediately you could start off because, I mean, I, I was imagining as you were describing it, that this name was probably stupid. <laughs> yep. But when you read it out loud, you immediately turn happy. By the time you get to yellow, yeah. you're already full grin. Yeah, you know? And then anti-slip machiney just is the cherry on top. So that's the new name for this thing. You, you can't say gritsy, bitsy, teeny, weeny with a, with a frown on. And there's another one that's called David Plowy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other name that it had to go up against in the final competition before Itsy Bitsy took its name was Spready Mercury. I kind of dig that one. <laughs> and there are other ones that are already on the roads named Brad Grit, Gritney Spears, The Sub-Zero Hero, Mr. Plow, and Usain Salt. <laughs> I really like that one. Oh, man. These are good. I like some of them because they they're not quite there. They're they were a good idea for a joke that wasn't workshop far enough, but somebody just submitted it anyways, and the internet said that's fine. <laughs> Send it through. Man, I love this. All right, give me a link, my friend. Okay. <sighs> okay, so a lot of our stories today are overseas in the UK. Yeah, dude. This is a very UK episode. Okay, bro, did you see this? <laughs> Egypt Zoo accused of painting donkey to look like a zebra. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Uh, A zoo in Egypt has denied painting black stripes on a donkey to make it look like a zebra after a photo of the animal appeared online. Student uh, Mahmoud Sarhan put the images on Facebook after visiting Cairo's International Garden Municipal Park. Aside from its small ears... His small size and pointy ears, there were also black smudges on its face. So it's not even like they're <laughs> caught out because it's obviously a donkey. They're caught out because the stripes are leaking and it just looks like a big smear. <sighs> oh, that's so sad. And what's even better is that's the end. The pictures went viral uh, with experts weighing in on the species of the animal. 
When contacted by local radio stations, uh, Nagum FM, zoo director Mohammed Sultan insisted the animal was not fake. Okay. <laughs> this is not the first time that the zoo has been accused of trying to fool its audience. I love that. Unable to find a way around the Israeli bro- uh, blockade, a zoo in Gaza painted two donkeys to look like zebras in 2009. So there's precedence for it. Mm-hmm. Another Gaza zoo put stuffed animals on display in 2012 because of the shortage of animals. And then in 2013, a Chinese zoo in Henan province tried to pass off a Tibetan Mastiff dog as an African lion. And in 2017, a zoo in Guangxi province disappointed visitors by exhibiting blow-up plastic penguins. Oh my gosh, please click that link and look at these penguins. Okay. Okay. No, my gosh, they're not even realistic looking. They could not be more fake. Oh, these are like pool toys. They're oh my th- gosh. They're like big, like the shape of a punching bag, you know? Like, uh. Yeah, rock'em, sock'em boppers yeah, yeah, exactly. in penguin form. Exactly that. And like half of them are like just <laughs> on their backs, falling down. They didn't even bother filling up the, uh, the tank with water. They're all just laying at the bottom of an empty pool. That's so sad. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. This poor donkey, man. So we have some catching up to do. Mm hmm. On the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog front. Yeah, BDYST, <laughs> your one-stop shop from this point forward for all news about Sonic the Hedgehog, the film. Like, I want you to know that if something happens, you can come here and we'll discuss it. We promise. And if you don't care about it, you should still come and listen to us talk about it because it's genuinely interesting, I promise. And you're going to have to deal with this movie, okay? You can't make this movie go away by not listening to us talk about it because it's going to be on movie theater screens. Like, you just have to deal with it. So it's better that you're prepared now for Sonic the Hedgehog, the film, 2019 or whenever it comes out. We will review it. In we detail. will review it. We will do all of that. I'm sure that there's going to be that coming down the line. And guys, guys, I understand. I don't even care about Sonic that much, but we have to do it, and you have to listen to it. And you're going to have to deal with it in the movie trailers before you see a Pixar film or a DreamWorks film or something. And so just follow it through. Give me your link. So first off, I found this on the IMDb page, and it... It makes me mad because it kind of looks interesting. Welcome to Green Hill, the little town with a big heart. What's this? So apparently this is like a like a set photo. Oh, that's kind of cool. So the synopsis reads on, on IMDb. Let me pull that up. A cop in a rural town of Green Hills will help Sonic escape from the government who is looking to capture him. Oh, boy. Yes. So, you know, we talked about Jim Carrey becoming a... Dr. Ivo Eggman Robotnik. We've talked about James Marsden of uh, X-Men fame and 27 Dresses fame, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, playing, I think, the main cop. We've talked about... But, so, the biggest news that broke was Ben Schwartz, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, the voice of uh, Huey on the new updated... DuckTales, and uh, yeah, he's just done a lot of things lately. He has been cast as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my gosh, dude. He literally is trying to get all the blue characters (laughs) of like the 80s. He's he's Leonardo um, from the new Ninja Turtle show. He is Dewey. Sorry, I I said Huey. He was Dewey, who's the blue duck from DuckTales, and now he's Sonic, corner of the market on blue characters. Okay. So, 
best known by many people as his role as uh, John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's got a very distinctive voice. I got to say that. Yes, he does. Ben. Yes, he does. Is he your Sonic? Yes or no? No. Like I'm like I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Okay. And I'm not mad, but I think he's a little too nasally. Now he could possibly do something else with his voice. Uh-huh. But you know, his his other two animated characters that he's doing voices right now are very similar. So, I don't know. We'll put in an audio clip of what Ben Schwartz sounds like in DuckTales, and that'll give you a good understanding of what he'll probably sound like as Sonic. Sorry, I don't speak Morse code. Do you maybe want to write your answers down or... (laughs) Woof! (laughs) Talk about hard-headed, am I right? Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Our apologies to Flintheart Glomgold, who's been bumped. And I think it sounds good, man. I think it's good. I think he's a weird, funny actor that will be weird and funny in a Sonic movie. So I I ain't mad about it. I'm down with it. I also forgot. He was part of the voice for BB-8 in Star Wars, the new movies. Wait, what? What does that mean? Him and Bill Hader made the noises that comprise the voice of BB-8. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that he had a voice actor, if I'm being honest. I mean, they they recorded him and Bill Hader's like beep boop pop boop beep, and then they just overlaid effects. See, this is a guy that this is a guy that knows how to do a voice or two, eh? He's a robot. He's a duck. He's a mutant tur- ninja turtle. He's gonna be a Sonic. He's gonna be a Sonic for sure. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he'll be a Sonic. He'll be a Sonic. He'll be a Sonic. I mean, okay. I mean, here's the deal, right? Here's what I'm saying to you is, do you know the voice actor that's played Sonic? Like in all the video games? It was Jaleel White for a bit. Yeah, but not always. Yeah, I don't know who currently does it. So who cares? Like, I don't know what Sonic's voice sounds like anymore. They've probably changed it like 70 times. So it's just some weird, slightly gruff, upbeat cartoon voice. So if if Ben Schwartz wants to come in and do a, a slightly different interpretation of it, I'm happy about it. No, no. What do you want? It's a little too goofy. It's a little too goofy. Maybe it won't be so goofy. That's him being a duck, you know? Oh, okay. They're all fictional characters, dog. It's going to sound the same. Look up him as Leonardo, and you'll see, like, oh, he don't got range. Okay, let me... Okay, 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 actually, I'm, I'm interested in this. Okay, hold on. That's what I'm worried about. a birthday bot. You'd be a little more chill at a birthday party. Okay, you think you're pretty good, huh? Who doesn't love my one-liners? They fire up the team, right guys? This is probably closer to what he's going to sound like. Yeah, totally. It's like a little gruffer, a little more like action-oriented. I'm down with it, man. Boo. It's good. Although this is actually pretty funny that you... this new, We actually brought this up before on the show, didn't we? When you were talking about cartoons and how... I know, we talked about this show. Yeah, and animation. Yeah, and how Leonardo is like funny now as opposed, and like not the leader anymore. It's like Raphael is the leader or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, well... Our show is cyclical, man. <laughs> Time's a flat circle, man. It's crazy.
Open your mouth. Ha 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 ha